Thanks for listening to the River Claremont podcast. We pray you are encouraged by today's message. For more information or to stay connected with what's happening at the river, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the River Claremont. So the Lord had been always, I mean, but, you know, honestly, like coming here as my, my worship has gone to the next level. And it's because of the, like the hunger that's here. That's just it. It's the, it's the hunger and the realness. Um, at the 9 a.m. service, um, s- s- somebody came up to me and said, you know what's really awesome here is the, just, how, just how real it is, like how like, authentic it is. There's, there's no f- fake or trying to be something else here. You know? And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Thank you, man. You know what I mean? I was like, thank you. <laughs> I was like, yeah, thank you. And, and you know, he's like, I'll just keep coming. I was like, yeah, keep coming. Hallelujah. And so, you know, coming here, I had, you know, I grew up in church. I was saved at 10, baptized at whatever, 11 or something like that. And, um, you know, just coming here, there's, there's, a, there's something in the, in, I don't know what it is, but my, my worship has gone to a next, the hunger that I have for God has gone to the next level. And really, it comes down for the leadership. It really, that's where it comes down from. Hallelujah. And so um, the Lord recently started speaking to me during worship. I mean, obviously the Lord speaks to us in his word, right? Um, His word's for you. It's not for someone else. When you read God's word, go, that's me, insert name here, right? But um, the Lord can also speak to you in worship, right? It's such an intimate moment, right? And so the Lord started to speak to me during worship as my hunger grew. It wasn't like Something happened. It's like I, I, me, I got, I, I decided to get hungry. And Antonio, who's, who's the most hungriest guy in this room right now? There you go. There you go. That's it. Doesn't matter who's sitting next to you. And so when I got hungry is when the Lord started to really speak to me. And the, the cool thing is about hearing the voice of God is that you know it. Do You know it. It's good practice <laughs> to hear the voice of God. And so the Lord started to, you know, speak to me during worship. And, um, and, and I really believe it's, it's not just me. It's, every, you know, like you can have it too. It's not just like um, there's, a, there's something special about me. But you've you got to get into that deep place. There's a shout that comes from that deep place that's unlike any other. Like Miss Tammy tapped into it. When she started just like singing in the Holy Ghost, I was getting whacked. I don't know, people, it was like wham, wave, wham, wave. And it was just like she, it was from the deep place. You could tell when it comes from that deep place of worship and like, you know, intimacy with the Lord, that stuff comes out. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Stick to your notes. All right. I'm not talking to myself. So let's just, let's just, okay, so we have a responsibility to worship the Lord. Amen. Um, Joshua, let's go there. Joshua chapter 6, verse 1 through 5. It says, Now the gates of Jericho were tightly shut because the people were afraid of the Israelites. No one was allowed to go out or in. But the Lord said to Joshua, I have given you Jericho, its king, and all its strong warriors. You and your fighting men should march around the town once a day for six days. Seven priests will walk ahead of the ark, each carrying a ram's horn. On the seventh day, you are to march around the town seven times with the priests blowing the horns. When you hear the priests give one long blast on the ram's horns, have all the people shout as loud as they can. 
then the walls of the town will collapse and the people can charge straight into the town. So Joshua, son of Nun, right, found faithful, right, like served under Moses, right? And there was a moment where there was a, there was a, there was a, there was a transference from, from Moses to, to Joshua, again, real intimate time. And so the Lord gives him a strategy of how to take this town, right? So, you know, we're talking about responsibility, right? You're, you're, you're as responsible as your convictions. I'm going to say that right now. You're, you are as responsible as your convictions. Hallelujah. Your, your, your responsibility to the things of God is based on your revelation of the things of God. That's right? right? And that's why it's so important that we get in the word and we meditate on the word, right? Being a person of action, being a person of consistency, being a person of joy. You have to be very intentional about those things. Getting into the word of God, meditating on it. And then as you meditate on the word of God, it, it goes from here to here. And when it drops in your heart, it drops in your spirit, it becomes truth. And then you start living from that truth. You start living from that filter. You start, you, everything you see comes from there. Hallelujah. No matter what the world says, no matter what your own mind even says, when truth and revelation explodes on the inside of you, it, it, it changes the way you see things. It changes the way you see yourself. It changes the way you see other people. Hallelujah. So that's why it's so important that we get into the word. Thank you, Jesus. Your, your responsibility to the things of God is based on your your is 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 based on your revelation of the things of God. No one's gonna stand next to you and make you worship. That's just the truth of it, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. No one's gonna stand next to you and go, "You're not doing it right." You know what I mean? Right. Um, you know, you're at half mass right now. You need to be at full mass. This is this is breakout right now. You know what I mean? Or you can do like Travis. I love Travis how he worships. Man, that guy just like he's. That's Travis right here when he worships. <laughs> like Travis is like riding a Holy Spirit coaster. And he's like, ah! I love it, Travis, man. It's, it's such a blessing to see that. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, so no one's going to stand and make But you know what was awesome? When, when we were in Guyana, right, and we were worshiping, and they're very like, kind of like reserved, you know what I mean? Miss Christina went and was pulling people to work. But it wasn't like she was forcing them. It was like the love of God came on her, and she would go and she would like grab a person and just bring them to the to the you know to the front, and you know by the by the third song they're like going for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that will stick with me forever. Yeah. That will stick with me forever because it's only it's that's what's on her life. It's only her that can go up and walk up to a complete stranger and grab him and say, "Come, come, yeah. <laughs> let's go worship the Lord here. Come, come." come. Now you, you lift your hands. And then after, they're like running up there, they're dancing and doing all these moves, and you're like, man, that's awesome. That was powerful. I'll never forget that. that that's going to stay with me. Hallelujah. Notice, I want you guys to look um, in verse, going back to that. Um, what verse was that? Verse 2. No, no, sorry. Verse 3. Knows that the Lord told Joshua to, to have the fight, to, to go tell the fighting men, 
the fighting men, the army, to, do, to go worship the march around the city. The army. Understand there's a huge dichotomy there because these guys are trained for battle. They're not trained for worship. You know what I mean? <laughs> these guys, they, you know, they're like, what do you, what do you mean? We got to put down the sword and pick up a flag? I don't know about all that. We're going to flag them to death? Or are we going to chip away at the wall with a flag? What are we doing here? But that's what, that's what Joshua basically told these guys to do. Hey, listen. Mighty men of valor. Have you ever met like a Navy or, 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 or someone in the Army? Those guys don't play. Like, I try to, you know, I, I try to tell a little joke. They just stare at me, you know. <laughs> okay, sorry. Right? These are like, these guys are like leaking with testosterone. You know what I mean? <laughs> ah, red meat, you know. So Joshua goes, Listen, the Lord's given us the, the land. The Lord's given us the king. The Lord's, he's given us the play. Yeah! But here's the strategy. We, we just got to put the sword down. Hold on. What? Yeah, we got to put the sword down. We're actually going to just march around the town of worship. First of all, do you know what it took for those guys to do that? To put the sword down? To be made fun of by the Jerichoans? Is that what we... The Jerichoans? How do you say that? The Jerichoans... People in Jericho, right? <laughs> the army. Now it's now it's not just the people that are making fun of them. It's 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 the the army of Jer- it's the army of Jericho that's probably that's protecting Jericho that's making fun of. You know what I'm saying like they're in the same. They're in the same like it's it's not like a civilian is making fun of them. Like if a civilian is making oh I could just knock you out on them. But this is like the army of Jericho making fun of these guys, probably jeering them on, right? Making fun of them. Oh, nice flag, man. What, are you just going to worship and just shout? Ooh, he's going to shout. Ooh. Right? But that was the command that the Lord gave them. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what they felt. doesn't matter how, what they thought was the best strategy. That's the command of the Lord. And that's what they held strong to. The command of the Lord. Hallelujah. They wasn't trying to help Joshua out. Listen, jo- listen. I got the way. We're going to... We're going, to, we're going to dig a hole under. No, they didn't try to help Joshua. They didn't give him any idea. Yes, yes, sir. Boom. Understood it. Didn't matter how they sound. I can't sing for one lick, but I'm going to go up there and I'm going to scream. I'm going to worship the Lord. They didn't care what they sounded like. They just had a command from the Lord. March around the city, and when you hear that trumpet, give it. I mean, just give it your all. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I love that song. Defender, you know? This is how I fight my battles. Mm, this is how I fight my battles. <laughs> right? That's, that song is... That song talks about come back with the heads of your enemies. Right? That song talks about come back with the head. The first time I saw the lyrics, I was like, I'm not singing that. Heads of my enemies. Daddy, what's heads of my enemies? Don't worry about it, baby. Don't worry about it. <laughs> what's, what's heads of my enemies? But that song, I mean, that's a very much, I mean, you, I mean baby Christians hear that and they're like, oh, I thought, you know, it was about love and floating. It's a battle. My fight is your fight. Your fight is my fight. When we come in here and we corporately worship the Lord, it's just, we're just kicking him in the face. Boom. 
We are fighting each other's battles when we worship alongside. That's why it's so important. Come to church. Come to church watching online. You better not be watching online and like you live like a mile away. I'm telling you right now. You need to get here. You need to get here. Jump on a bike if you don't have a car. Hallelujah. Something happens when we corporately come together, right? It's like, man, it's like the roof lifts off this place. And that's what it is. We're just fighting each other's battles in here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Some of us won't even get in a fight. Ooh, quiet. Some of us won't even get in the fight. Worship's going on. People are, Pastor Caleb's running up and down the place. And, you know, they have, you know, it's nice. You got to get in the fight. You got to get in the fight. Hallelujah. You got to get in the fight. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hands. Open your mouth. Let that, let the, let the worship come out of you. Come on and understand what's happening. Understand what's going on. We are fighting. For we, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, right? And so what are we doing? We're, 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 we're doing battle in the spirit, right? Hallelujah. We're, 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 we're pushing against that force of the enemy, right? How do you take, how do you take something violently? When the, when the Bible says that the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of God. The, when the enemy comes in like a flood. Someone help me with the verse. When the enemy comes in like a flood. He raises up. He raises up a standard. Hallelujah. Shababa. Thank you for thank you for people that read their Bible. The enemy, when the enemy comes in with the Spirit of God, will raise up a standard. Hallelujah. And so what we're doing is we're that's it. We're 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 basically saying, you come this far and that's it. That's what a standard is. And it's actually a military thing. Um, have you ever seen, like, on a beachhead, when they would take a beachhead, there would be these huge wooden spikes that would come up like that, right? Has, has anybody seen that? Those are standards. They're called standards because you come this far and no, no, that's it. You're not coming anymore. You stop right there. And that's what we're doing. We're holding, we're, we're holding them back. Yes. Hallelujah. We're holding them back. You're, you're, you will come that far. Don't cross that line. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That's what we do when we're worshiping the Lord, man. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So these were like, you know, army being told to worship the Lord. Hallelujah. So the, so the victory is so then, so then you know, because the Lord already told him, I've given you. The, the, I've given you Jericho, Joshua. I've given you the warriors. I've given you the land. I've given you every single thing. So the, so the victory was already won. Yes. It was over. The Lord said, it's done already. Yes. It's over. So when you worship the Lord, it comes from a place of victory, not defeat. When you worship the Lord, it comes from a place of victory. Now, yeah. Do we go through stuff? Absolutely. But it doesn't matter what we, what we go through. It doesn't matter what the wall looks like. We worship the Lord from a place of victory. We are victorious. And so it's more of like, thank you for the victory, Lord. Hallelujah. Your job is not to win the battle. Your job is not to win the battle. Your job is to worship the Lord. Hallelujah. The one who's won the battle already. Thank you, Jesus. That's why worship is the highest form of prayer. 
worship is the highest form of prayer. Because you could be praying, man, and you're getting in there and you're worshiping and you're praying. And, you know, this is probably, <laughs> this is probably happened to some of you. And you're praying, man, and then all of a sudden you're like, well, I don't got nothing to pray for. That's it. I've gone through the list. And you're like, well, let's just worship the Lord now. Thank him for what you just prayed for. Everything. Lord, I thank you. Everything I just prayed for is done. It's coming. In Jesus' name, it's mine. That's why it's so important when you pray. Don't, in Jesus' name, amen. Stay there. Stay and worship him. Worship him for the victory for what you just prayed for. Because it's already done. And that's how I fight my battles. That's it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. He's an overcomer. He's overcome the world, and he lives on the, on the inside of you, so you're an overcomer. Don't worship the Lord from a place of a, of a, of a victim. I'm, I'm not saying don't be real with God. Be real because he loves you. But when you worship him, understand that you're worshiping. You are victorious. I'm seated in heavenly places with you, God. I'm a prince and a princess of the most high, of the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm more than blessed. Thank you, Jesus. That's, that's how you worship the Lord. That's where you come from. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You know, death only produces death. Well, it, it, you know, life produces life, right? Why did Antifa run out of Minneapolis? Because they've already destroyed everything. There's nothing else to do. But now there's life. Right? There's life coming in. And what does life do? It produces life. And it produces life. And people are getting baptized. And people are getting healed. Once something is dead, it's dead. That's it. But when, when life comes in, it just produces life. Because that person that was just healed can go back to their home and lay hands on their family. And then that kid goes to his friend and, and, and says, man, this, this amazing thing happened. Uh, the Lord healed my dad, and my dad came home, and he prayed for me, and, and man, I felt something, and, and then let me pray for you now. Yeah. You see how it produces life yeah. over and over again? Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for Charlie, man, that guy. When I, when, I read it on, when I read it on the internet, I was like, Charlie going in the chairs? <laughs> By himself? going to tear that place up. Thank you, Jesus. Because when light comes in, when light comes in, man, the darkness flees in stark terror. It doesn't even know what to do. It doesn't even know where to run. It just, just, mm. Thank you, Jesus. John 4, 23 and 24. From here on, worshiping the Father will not be a matter of right place, but, of, but with the right heart. For God is a spirit, and he longs to have sincere worshipers who worship and adore him in the realm of the spirit and truth. You were made to worship. You were made. You're created to worship. It doesn't matter what you're going through right now. It doesn't matter what insecurities you have, how you think about yourself. When you're worshiping the Lord, you're exactly who he's made you to be. Exactly. You're doing exactly what he's made you to do. No matter what you're going through. You can come into, that's why I love God's presence, man. You can come in God's presence a mess. Once his presence come in, you feel like Superman after. You're like, man, thank you, Jesus. Huh, right? Isn't that true? Where you've had like times where you're like dealing with stuff and you're like, you're just like, uh, uh, you know what? Mm, 
thank you, Jesus. And like the peace and the rest comes, right? You know, the Bible says that times of refreshing come in the presence of the Lord. And I was kind of thinking about this, you know, times of refreshing. And then going back to Adam and how it says that the Lord would come in, in the cool of the day. I don't think it mattered what time of day it was. When Jesus comes in, it's the cool of the day. Times of refreshing come. It could be it could be three in the morning. It could be whatever. Whatever. When his presence comes in, it's it's the cool of the day. Hallelujah. Because his presence is so refreshing. Hallelujah. And life-giving. Woo! Thank y'all feel it right now. Jesus. Some of you just 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 take it right now. My goodness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Can't even stand. Hallelujah. Thank you for this podium. Thank you, Jesus. Woo. Where am I? Oh. You all right, honey? You good? Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, I am drunk. <laughs> the Lord is looking for people that will worship him without any other motives. No motives. No ulterior motives. Just wants a people to worship him because he loved us first. Hallelujah. You know, Lucifer worshiped the Lord. I mean, that's what angels do, right? They holy, holy, holy every time they, 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 they see his face. I, th- I think it surprises them. And he comes around, holy, holy, holy. Comes around, holy, holy, holy. That's how I would be. I would expect something different every time. It would be the same thing. Here he comes again. Holy, holy, holy. Right? So he used to worship the Lord, right? In heaven. And, and I totally believe that just he saw, he saw the radiance of God. And he was like, I kind of want that. I kind of, that look good right there. How do I get it? And he began on this path. And, um, and obviously, you know, we all know how that worked out for him. Uh, sorry, you're the creation. The, you can't go against the creator. Doesn't work that way. Hallelujah. So he wanted to, he he wanted the throne, and then the Lord was like, "All right, well, after after everything happened, and he got you know cast whatever, cast down. The, you know, the Lord's like, all right, devil, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you something. I'm going to create something that's going to worship me, without any ulterior motives. They're just going to worship me because." I love them because I spend time with them and because they spend time with me because they have communion with me. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Hallelujah. I asked the Lord one time. I said, Lord, yes. You know, I asked, I asked, I asked the Lord these weird questions. I said, Lord, why, why did you choose earth of all planets to put us on? Obviously, you know, you could have put earth anywhere, right? You could have put earth in like the Milky Way or something. Can you imagine looking up and seeing like three suns or whatever? That would be cool. I guess just me. Okay. Well, I asked the Lord. I asked the Lord. I said, why earth? Like, why do you choose earth? He said, well, because that's where the devil fell. And I don't want him to have anything. 
He gets nothing from me. So I'm going to put man, and I'm going to give man dominion over the earth and over him. Because he gets nothing from me. You have dominion. You have dominion over the earth, over the devil. You have, the Lord's given it to you. Hallelujah. The only thing he gets is a lake of fire at the end. That's his portion. Your portion is different. Your portion is overcoming. Your portion is healing. Your portion is deliverance. Your portion is blessing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what you get. Thank you, Jesus. He gets nothing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, the Lord woke me up this week, last, earlier this week, at like 3 in the morning, and he was just speaking to me. Um, and um, he, was speaking about, he was speaking to me about air, right? And I'm like, okay, air. Okay. That's how the Lord, it's just a, it, he'll just give you a little something, and then it's up to you, right? It's up to you. Don't, 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 don't walk away from that because he, he's trying to teach you something, Right? So I just heard air, and now I had to do three in the morning. I had to get up and grab my Bible and pray and you know pray in the Holy Ghost and really seek it out. What 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 was air? And he took me back to Adam, and I saw Adam laying there, just you know laying there, and I saw the moment that the Lord breathed the breath of life into him. Right, and in that moment. In that very moment when the breath of life went into Adam, all these things began happening all at once. All the neurons in his brain started firing. His heart fluttered, started beating. All his white blood cells, his red, his red blood cells started moving around. All his muscles and his sinews and his lungs began to work. Life exploded on the inside of Adam. And the Lord showed me. He said, when you worship me, Life is exploding on the inside of you because isn't it my breath in your lungs anyway? So when you worship the Lord, understand, there's life, life exploding on the, life exploding on the inside of you. Jesus. Life. The life of Christ exploding on the inside of you. Hallelujah. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Man, <clears throat> thank you, Jesus. Sound is produced by air pushing up from your lungs into your larynx, and it vibrates your vocal cord like that. That's how sound is produced. So the air that the Lord's put inside of you is for a reason, to produce a sound. That, that's why he breathed into Adam, right? He breathed into him the air. The breath of life. And that's why, that's, why, that's why we're made to worship the Lord. The air, literally, air that we breathe is on the earth, not only for, so we can have oxygen, but we can produce a sound that comes. And your sound is different from everyone else's sound. But you got to open your mouth. You got to put pride away. You got to put it away. You got to be like, I don't care what I sound like. It's coming. Get ready, world. It's coming. Hallelujah. When those mighty men shouted, Hallelujah. That's what it produces. Thank you, Jesus. And, the, and, you know, and the Bible says that the walls fell down. It didn't say the wall fell over. The wall fell down. And the very thing the enemy is keeping in your path when you worship the Lord 
It's going to fall down, and you're going to use it as a stepping stool into where God wants you to be. Right? Into the promise, into, in, into the land that he's already given you. So whatever it is, understand that, you know, that, that wall is not a respecter of any persons. Right? He, he doesn't like you. He hates you. Right? He, he's come to steal, kill, and destroy everything about you. And he'll put up all kinds of walls. And it'll look like many things. Right? But, what, but when you pray and you worship the Lord and you get that shout. Come on. I believe the Lord is going to. There's a shout in you. Some of you here, you've never shouted from that deep place, and you're going to shout today. The Lord, is, some of you have this shout. It's just in there, and it's like, man, the first time it came out of me, I, w- I was standing right there. I was standing right there. And the first time it really came out of me was here in this place. Because there's, there's something in the atmosphere with worship here. It's, it's the breath of God that's in here, right? So some of you are going to shout, hallelujah, we're, we're, we're going to give you an opportunity to shout. We, we will, absolutely. We don't, you worship the Lord however you want to in this place. You know what I mean? Hallelujah. Just, you know. I said in the 9 a.m. service, I said, just keep your clothes on. It, it's, I don't know where that came from. I don't, I don't know why I picture people in their underwear running around here. It's just weird. Just don't do it. We'll crank, we'll turn the AC down. You know what I mean? That's live too, isn't it? Oh. You'll have opportunity to worship the Lord however you want here. And however it comes out, let it come out, man. Hallelujah. Understand what you're doing. You're, you're, you're doing battle. Hallelujah. And then I'm in worship again, and the Lord speaks to me again. Surprise, surprise. Guys, I don't know how people do it. How do people do it without worship in their life? I don't know. I have no idea how people do it. The Lord speaks to me. And here's the good thing. Um, You know, obviously, it's also like learning his voice. But And he said, light and sound, right? Light and sound. That's, That's what I heard, light and sound. So me... During worship, I start Googling light and sound. <laughs> full-blown worship, like full-blown everybody. Light and sound, light and sound. And I'm trying to see what light and sound, where it, where it connects or whatever. First of all, let me just, it doesn't connect. It's on two different wavelengths. So finally, I'm like, I'm going nowhere. I'm hitting nowhere, right? And the Lord's like, put the phone away. <laughs> yes, Lord. You're not going to get it in Google. Stop Googling everything. I gave it to you. Let me give you the answer, dum-dum. Close your eyes. Right? Yes, Lord. I closed my eyes. As soon as I closed my eyes, I saw lightning hit the ground. Like that. Like, okay, cool. Lightning is awesome, Lord. And then, then he goes, well, what do you, well, what do you, and then, he, the, then like, it was, it was almost like I was having a conversation with like the Holy Spirit, you know. He goes, well, what do you, what do you, when lightning hits the ground, what do you see first and what do you hear secondly? I said, I see the light and then I hear the sound. And then it was like, woo! Thank you, Jesus! I could have run around this place. If we're going to see anything change in our, in our, in our community, in our, in our own family, in our country, 
we've got to share the light of Christ. It has to be the light that comes first. The Bible says it's the goodness of God that brings men to repentance, not your knowledge of the word, right? Not how much you can, you know, quote scripture. It's the light, the love of God, the goodness of God. So the light needs to shine first before the sound comes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The reason I worship is because he loves me first. That's the reason I do it, right? The reason I do it is because he loves me. Hallelujah. So share the light. If you want to see, man, sometimes you're so frustrated with your, with your family and your loved ones. You're like, why don't you get this? What's wrong with you? Like, you know, I've got people in my family. You grew up in church. What's wrong with you? That's not going to do any good. They're going to dig their heels in deeper. See, that's what I'm talking about. Right? They're going to dig their heels in even deeper. You're the reason. It's, it's this type of behavior. Anyway, you, everyone's heard it. But when you show the love of God, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine, and she was so frustrated with her landlord, with her, with her landlord or whatever. Uh, no, her super. This is, she lives in New York. We, do, do we have supers down here? We do have supers down here? Well, look. No? No supers down here? Well, handyman or whatever. I don't know. Is it in the union? Let me stop. Um... So she's like, I'm so frustrated with my super. You know, I, the guy is just a jerk, you know what I mean? And I'm like, well, you got you know, well, to show him the love of God. I don't want to show him the love of God. Okay, okay. Help me, Jesus. Help me here. Help me, Lord. You know, God's love is it's, it's, it's a force unlike any other on this earth. It's a force unlike any other. I remember one time again. In worship, um, I was praying. <laughs> I was worshiping the Lord, and I told the Lord, "I was like, I was like, Jesus, I was like, Lord, I'm, I'm chasing after you." And then He goes, "No, I'm chasing after you." And he goes, "No, no, no, you don't get it, Lord. Like I'm chasing after you." And he goes, "No, no, no, you don't get it. I'm chasing after you." And I broke right there. I broke. That was it. Tears, not the laughing, crying. The whole thing happened right there. Hallelujah. It's unlike any other force of, uh, that's on the earth that's in the universe, God's love. And how can, you have, how can you show God's love if you don't have God's love? How can you love your neighbor as you love yourself when you don't even love yourself? Hallelujah. You can't give it if you don't have it. And God is love, right? He is love. Created, he, that's who he is. He is love. So when you worship love, love pours right back out. Right? The same hand that's extended to give is, is extended to receive. So understand, when you're worshiping the Lord, it's not just you giving. Right? You might, you might give a little, like, a little river, but he pours out a deluge of it. He, poof, have it. Have as many, have as much as you can take. There is no shortage of love. I don't run out of it for you. So understand, when you lift your hands and you're worshiping, and you're like, and you're going for it, man. You're like, love coming up there. He's like, oh, yeah? Woof, take that. Hold that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Understand what's happening. So how can you, you know, you have people paying thousands of dollars going to psychiatrists. One touch fixes everything. One touch from the love of God puts everything back in line. That's why he can make the crooked path straight. Are you kidding me? 
It's on the inside of you. It's, 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 it's not a physical path. It's the, the path is on the inside of you. Hallelujah. That's why he can do that. You walk the path based on your revelation of the thing. I mean, come on. So, you know, he, he pours out that love unconditionally all the time, every single time. You could be in the darkest place, and he's there, right there. You just got to stop believing the manipulation and the lie and just turn around. He's there. He's right there. No matter how far you think you are from him, right there. Right the minute you acknowledge that he's there, it's, that's it. It's over. You'll be changed forever. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my wife's getting touched. She needs it. Touch her, Lord. Touch her, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. See, after the fall of man, we, after the fall of Adam, man lost intimacy with the Lord, right? And so his whole plan, I mean, it's Father's Day. I'm going to throw in a little cliche father thing here. That's his heart. It's, it's, that's the heart of the father. That's, that's the heart of our father. The minute man fell, he was working on it, working on a plan, right? If you look through, I just encourage everybody right now, it'll blow your mind. Look through the lineage from Adam to, I think, Noah or something like that. And just look at the names, look at the meaning of each name from, for just follow the lineage and just put all, put, all, put all the names together. It's the plan of salvation right there. I mean, he was working on it right away because he wants, he wants the intimacy. He, he's created you to do it. Hallelujah. Right? How can, how can David say, bless the Lord on my soul? First of all, if my righteousness are as rags to you, how can I say bless the Lord? Because he's like, give it to me. I'll take it. I've created you for it. Right? Can you imagine? That's the Old Testament, by the way, when, when David said, I bless the Lord on my soul. Right? And the Lord's like, yes. Yes. He gets it. He gets it, what he's created for. He gets what he's created for. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So he started the plan of salvation right away. Right then and there. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus came and he took on flesh. Right? Thank you, Jesus. He was beaten and torn. And on the third day, the veil was torn, right? And I believe it was a type and shadow of what was happening in, in, the, in the spiritual realm. Because can you imagine trying to go to the Lord in the Old Testament, can you imagine what that was? Just imagine for a second how that was. It was you, a priest. First of all, you had to have, you had to be a farmer, period, because you had to have some kind of animal to bring. All right? If you didn't have an animal, oh, I don't know. You got to go find one. I don't know. Lord, I'm going to steal an animal, then I'm going to ask you for forgiveness. <laughs> Doesn't work that way. Right? So they had to go find an animal, then go to the priest, and then tell the priest all the things. And the priest had to walk in, and that wasn't even guaranteed, because if there was any sin in his life, bam, he hit the floor, and then you got to drag him out with a rope. All that's gone. It's gone. We can go before his throne right now. Boldly, it says. Bold, I mean, you can go right now. Cut out, cut out the middleman. We can go right now before his throne of grace and worship him freely, man. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah.
Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. You know, his, God's presence is everything. It's everything. It's everything for you. The same way he was with the Israelites when they were in the desert, his presence was a cloud by day that, 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 was, that, that gave them cool during the day. His presence was a pillar of fire by night that gave them heat. He fed them. It says not even, not, not even their clothes was damaged. Can we come up with a clothing line that doesn't get old? That would be epic. <laughs> right? Like, go, wait, you tell me I can wash this thing a million times and it's going to say this thing? Yeah. But that's what his presence is. It's life. It's everything. Yes. Hallelujah. And everything that they needed once they were under his presence, when they, once they were under his glory, they had everything that they needed. And yes. when you worship the Lord, you stay under the glory. That's it. Stay under the glory. Pastor Rodney always says, get under the spot where the glory comes out. And I never knew what that meant. I thought it was like a spigot or something. But the glory is poured out when you're, when you're worshiping the Lord. What do you think? Where is the glory pouring out from? It's when you worship the Lord, when you come into communion with him. Hallelujah. There's worship going around all the time in heaven. There's worship happening around the clock. When we don't start worship in this place, we join it, right? right? We join in, right? We don't start it here. It's just we join it into, in, into something that's eternal, right? No matter what you're going through. When you join in the worship, you're, you're plugging into eternity. So nothing that, that, that's going on matters actually in your life at that point. Nothing doesn't matter because I'm in eternity right now with heaven. And then, and then eternity comes in the room and you're like, you feel this big in the vastness of eternity. And all you see is the goodness of God, man. That's all you see. You're like, man, my problems actually mean nothing. God is real good. God is so good. I, don't, I can't even see my problems right now. He's so good. That's all I see is him. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the River Claremont podcast. If you'd like to partner with us in seeing lives touched and changed by the love and power of Jesus, you can give online at www.riverclaremont.com. Your prayers and financial support are changing lives.